Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Woo! Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, the midday show with Andy and Randy with you here on a Tuesday afternoon. Final hour for us this hour brought to you by Zero Res, smart, lasting, and clean. We'll get to the big story of the day in just a couple of minutes. Uh, Brandon Adams is going to join us in 20 minutes as well. He joins us every Tuesday to talk college football. Get some Georgia thoughts in there as well as it is officially the offseason in college football now. The national championship game was played last night. Um, it, It happened. It was awful. Uh, we'll talk about it in a few minutes, uh, and then we'll get to an AMA coming up at one forty as well. Any question, any topic, phone lines will be open. Text us or tweet us also. Yeah, the, if you'd the, like. the, you know, I know we're talking about coaches being fired and and hired, and obviously national championship game yesterday. But yeah, I saw John Morant. Oh John yeah, John Morant's out for the season with a uh, torn labrum. Brutal. That is um, he just got. He's that, only uh, back for two weeks, playing his butt off too. Yeah, game and, winner in the first game. Yeah, man. They, <laughs> I mean, uh, it's, that's one of them star players in the league. And obviously, that's a big setback for Memphis because I mean, they were fighting an uphill battle anyways yep. when he, without him. But yeah, when I saw that, yes, it was like, damn. Tyrese Halliburton got uh, banged up last night yeah, too. I said, Did the uh, splits? Yeah, said uh, grain, grain, grade one hamstrings. He may be evaluating two weeks. Okay, so yeah, so that's a little bit of a timeline. Yeah, yeah. So maybe, that's maybe Trey starts in the All Star game. Maybe, maybe. Who knows? But yeah, I saw that. It was it's, uh, so another crazy story. It was so many different stories because I almost either news dumps, but just stuff kept coming up as far as sport wise. I saw those two. Yeah, it was just a lot, especially from an Atlanta yeah. perspective. Yeah. Kind of had our focuses on the press conference yesterday, right. Right. what the Falcons are going to do next with the coaching search. Certainly, the college football game. If you're interested in that, which I know a lot of people are. Uh, yeah, there was a lot going on. Yeah, and then some of that other stuff sort of sneaking yeah. in there. Yeah. Coaches getting fired. Junkins going to Ohio State. Yeah, Quinshawn yeah. Judkins yeah. last yeah. night announcing during the yeah. football game. Yeah. That's a good. That's a good. Uh, a good landing uh, spot uh, for old Quinshawn. But d- why do you think he dropped it when he dropped it? Attention, probably. But nobody's paying attention. Nobody's paying attention to the game. Oh, I don't know. He's like, why don't you pay attention to me now? Oh, okay. I'm just curious. <laughs> I don't know. Uh. Good news for Ohio State yeah. while they're watching Michigan play. In the national championship game and win it. The funny maybe that made Ohio you, State fans a little happier. Did you see Joe's tweet yesterday? Smoking Joe Patrick. Yeah, it was so funny. He no. quote tweeted the Washington thing going to the national championship. That I'm down right now. I need it. <laughs> like, <laughs> that is so great. <laughs> like the the fact that, that that's why that's the one of the funnest things about rivalries is the root against other people. You know, you, you against your rival. Yep. And how like Ohio State fans are rooting so hard for Michigan and and and. Can't really. I'm sorry. Root against Michigan so hard and rooting so hard for Washington and everything, because I, I just it's always funny to me that part about fandom. Yeah, is rooting 
for another team. Yeah, that's a level or two beyond where you're willing to go. Yes, that's very. I'm very comfortable with that level. Are you really? Oh yeah. I can't see you do. I cannot see you. You know how big of a Liberty fan I was last <laughs> week. <laughs> but I had to contain myself because I was like, we got bigger fish to fry. Right. I'll be honest with you. The best part of last night was watching Dan Lanning on TV kissing the Huskies' ass. Oh, that was uh, the only good thing that happened was because uh, he was a part of the broadcast last yeah. night. Um, which smart, like good for him. And that's what Saban used to do when they weren't in it. Like good, get on. I TV, I was get curious. I was curious why he, Nick wasn't on there. I don't know because Nick's always on. Yeah, you know, every year when Alabama's is. not in, he's usually in. I was really yeah. curious. A, a savvy move by Lanning to sort yeah. of plant that seed right. and, and get involved in the broadcasting. But yeah, no, I enjoyed that last night, having to rave about Michael Penix and how hard he is to beat and all that kind of stuff. Again, I don't know. Like at the end of the day, that was the best part of what happened last night. Right. The game ha- started and. It, you know, cool, the game started, and they're in the national championship game. And then they, they kind of got back into it at the end of the first half, so there was a moment of, mm-hmm. of uh, belief. A couple tequila shots at halftime sort of <laughs> prime the pump a little bit. All right, let's do it. Let's get to, uh, let's get to the game from last night. Big story. Prime right the pumps. Yeah. <laughs> got to do something. And then it was Drown the Sorrows. QC Kinetics, non-surgical treatment for joint pain. Boom! I've had ups and downs, you know, but... You know, I'm thankful for it all. You know, I'm super blessed, you know, obviously to meet Coach DeBoer at Indiana, to lead me here, um, to be playing for the biggest game in college football. And really but obviously, we didn't come out how I wanted to, but I know that each and every player on this team, you know, they, they gave it their all. And, you know, um, it wasn't enough today, you know, and for, for me, I'm going to take accountability for the offense side of the ball. But like we could have did better, you know. Um, too many penalties, you know, uh, and we had a lot of offsides. And I'm put that on yep. me because I got to be louder. I got to, you know, make sure I, I'm great with my communication and stuff like that. So my offensive line isn't, you know, um, you know, hearing ghosts. You know, it's just Andy. I saw just saw, Michael Penix. I from just last saw they, Washington had 45 penalties the whole damn season. What? I thought I saw someone say said Washington only had 45 Oh, penalties. no, Washington was the second most yeah. penalized team in the uh, country. Okay, that's why I was like, that don't, that don't even sound right. Yeah, no, they had a lot of penalties. Yeah, that's, they, don't, they don't sound Why did that sound that's what was so? That's what I was, was like, so strange about the Texas game was they didn't have any. Yeah. They played the cleanest game they played all year. I, and that's Last they, night they were back to sloppy. Yeah, it was sloppy. It was, I, I, and, you know, it was just uncharacteristic. Now, the, the first pass that he missed, I didn't. I don't know if it was the route or if it was the quarterback on that. It's yeah. just a miscommunication. Yeah, you know, it was just proof that they were a tick off. Yes, because against Texas, he would have whether put another little bit of air under it or hit him in his chest, whatever. Yeah. He would have hit him and he would have scored. Yeah. Uh, last night, there were a few moments like that that could have been made. There was a lot of plays that just weren't there though, because mm-hmm. Michigan played such good defense. Michigan did such a great job of disguising. They did a good job. Of, the best part they did yesterday was a lot of was communication in the back end. Mm-hmm. You know, because, you know, there still are young players. They're still college players, and they're playing in a defense, like a, a Baltimore-type scheme. Yeah. And being able to pass off receivers and getting out to the flats and cover. I mean, they did so well. But the biggest thing that Michigan didn't do – I mean, sorry, that, that Washington couldn't do is when they got the rare man-to-man straight up. Yep. They didn't hit it. Didn't they hit didn't it. take advantage of the rare times yeah. they got man-to-man. One time, Odunze kind of slipped, yes. and so he wasn't there for yes. it. A lot of times, Penix was just under pressure, so he didn't have time for the route to develop. Because that's the thing about the, the game against Texas and a lot of games where the offense functioned at its at its best. Those are long routes. Mm-hmm. Like, those are long downfield. you got to stand in the pocket for a little while and let it develop. 
And there's one time in the pocket last night. And even when there was time in the pocket, Penix had been hit so much that he was seeing ghosts. And he was either hurrying things or bailing out and, and all of that. So that's a credit to Michigan. I do think there's a big part of it to to not have a running back that you can count on at all. Yeah. And and Dylan Johnson getting rolled up on the first carry that he had. Mm-hmm. Look, I, already coming in banged up. Already, yeah. I mean, dude, yeah. dude's already hobbled. He's got half a leg, and then he gets he gets rolled up on. So he's got basically no legs. Right. Now, like, I don't know, man. I, I thought maybe they might try to go to the backup running backs a little That's bit. That's a freshman, right? Yeah, you got Tybo Rogers, who's who's a pretty good player, and you might have been able to give it to him a little bit. Will Nixon, I can't believe how much they used him. That was that was a bad sign for me because that's not a guy who got used a lot. Right. And then. The, no one cares about this, but they got a guy deep on the depth chart now that a couple years ago was the number one guy who scored 10 touchdowns. So I was like, maybe get him out there. Like, he's at least done it before, but they kept rolling with Dylan Johnson, and they just couldn't get anything going in, in the run game. Meanwhile, Blake Corum had 134. Donovan Edwards had 104 um, and on six carries yeah. and really on two carries. Um and Michigan's run game was everything it was advertised yeah. to be. Blake Quorum's – I just like watching him play. That little dude, no, he gets busy, man. I mean, he runs through arm tackles and everything like that. And I just – you know, J.J. J. J. McCarthy was, was fine. I, I mean, he – If even that. If even that. He didn't do anything. You know, and that's why I keep telling people and, and you know, I, I don't go by mock drafts of what I think about people. I just don't think he's a first-round talented quarterback. I think he's a mid-round quarterback. Talent-wise, that's, that's my view on him. You know, and I know that the one thing you saw last night, and I still, you know, because we get so caught up in the moment that everything, if it was good, you erase it. If the moment is not the way you wanted, yeah, to no one wants Penix anymore. Yeah, we, we don't want Mike. I didn't, say, I didn't think the the the, uh, the Falcons were going to draft Penix at eight anyways, but now it's like, I don't want him anymore. He's like, yeah, like I, that, that goes back to something you that you always talk about. You can tell when people didn't watch him a lot. You can. Yep. You can tell when people didn't watch him a lot. Because he had games like that yes, this year. Exactly. Um, the other the game he played against Texas, he's had games like that yes. too. Like he, yes. he's been more like the Texas game, I would say, in his two years at Washington than like the Michigan game. Yes. But there was a month where he played like that yes. last night. And, you know, that's why he didn't win the Heisman, because he played like that for an entire month. And I, I feel like a lot of those guys, at least enough of those guys that vote for that award, watch the, those moments. But, yeah, no, I got that. I got one guy tweeted me and said, nah, he's just Ritter 2.0. Like, I was like, all right. I, I, I mean, man. I got like, that same tweet. Last week you guys wanted I, I, to draft but him. But, no, and, my, my thing okay. is, one thing is, like, why, why, why? I mean, I just don't, you know, never mind. We'll forget about it. I don't even feel like going there. No, I know. I'm with you. Yeah, I don't even feel like going there. But that's the thing about it. And, and so now now you're in a situation where, okay, because, like, Michigan, they went all in. Guys came back. Yep. All this stuff. Yep. We got one more chance to win this thing. <laughs> they, guys came back. They cheated their asses mm-hmm. off. And I'm not saying that's why they won last right. night. But they, I mean, right. verifiably, right. the coach got suspended four games this year for, for cheating yeah, multiple right. Times, yeah. Um, so that's coming. Like they're gonna have to pay the piper yes. on that one okay. down the line. That's why I said Michigan's like okay, because I think if if Jim's not there, the sanctions won't be as bad. Yeah, I think you're right. They are not taking the title away from. No, them. no, no, no. All right, for they're the people like, yeah. oh, I didn't think about that. They're, they're not because if they take the title, then you, like then we still, win. There's still a chance that they could be a banner in Washington, <laughs> and I don't want to hear no mess. I don't want it that way. Hell with you. Go to, I'm going to Fanatics right now and get me some gear. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's that's exactly. what we got to hope for. Yeah. Yeah. This is what we got to hope they strip the title. Yeah, like, I don't is that what happens? Know. Do they give it to the team that they they, they beat in did the they championship? Give, did they give the guy who Reggie Bush beat the Heisman? Did they give him his nah, nobody got the Heisman. Oh, yeah, I, I don't think so. Then. <laughs> so this is going to be a vacated championship. Dang it. We scored 13. They scored zero because nothing they did that year was a 13-0 to championship. Yeah.
Um, yeah, they're not going to do that. They're they're going to they're going to penalize them probably with scholarships, maybe more suspension if Harbaugh's there. But Harbaugh's not going to be there. Yeah, I don't know when he's going to make that announcement. I do agree with him, by the way. I know everyone. You know, this is a debate amongst the the media as to whether or not you have to ask the question. I think it's okay to just let him enjoy the championship last night. Why not? And like ask Harbaugh when he's going to leave, maybe later. Like if you get a chance. But that to talk was that to him. one thing. Uh, who was it? Oh God, God, who was it? Who's the other draft guy? Not not Mel, the one that they got fired. Todd, Todd McShay. You remember McShay asked Scott Frost that that time after after that UCF game if he was going to Nebraska? Yeah. And, and he got so upset and so emotional. <laughs> like, can I just enjoy this damn moment? Can I just enjoy the moment? Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. It's, it's it's always but, the other thing is like. Because I heard a debate. I was listening to uh, the College Game Day podcast, and Chris, no, no, um, Reese Davis and Pete Thamel were kind of talking about whether or not you're supposed to do that, and they both think that you are. I was like, do you think if the guy is going to tell you or not tell you, he's going to change his mind based on if it's a good question? No. You know what I mean? Like, if Harbaugh was going to make the announcement after the game last night that he was leaving, mm-hmm. it wasn't going to be because someone asked the most journalistic, you, beautiful question of all time. You don't get groundbreaking answers for asking a question. Not in situations like that. You don't. I'm yeah, sorry. Not in situations like, like that. Yeah, bit, Jim like, whoo, boy. Oh, man. Where'd you go to school Damn, at? Damn, you asked that good. You must have gone to Syracuse. Where'd you go to school at? <laughs> man, I, I can't. Well, I wasn't going to tell I, him. I wasn't going to tell, but. Now I'm going to. Yeah. I know, that's the thing. But also, if he was going to tell you, he would. Like, whether the question was good or not. I don't know. It's always. Uh, I'm just the, looking at like ben, the, the minutia I of the press conference. As we get, because he'll probably want to wait till after the parade and yeah. all, all that yeah, stuff. You don't want to take any. You don't want to take anything away from 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 this right here and everything. And as we get said, uh, you know, we saw yesterday Washington and Carolina. They're already putting permission out to talk to GMs and everything like that. Pretty soon, I'm su- I'm assuming sometime today you might start seeing Falcons. Yeah, so Vrabel uh, got fired earlier today, yes. so he's not the coach in Tennessee anymore. Yes. He's going to be a hot candidate, he is. unless he yes. wants to take a year off, but I don't know why he would want to do that. Why would you do that? So how do you rank them? Say Belichick's available, too. Okay. You got Vrabel, Harbaugh, Belichick, a bunch of other like coordinators and stuff like that, but I think those are probably the top three. Uh, I'll go Harbaugh, Vrabes, Belichick. Mm-hmm. But the one th- yeah. I'd rather have Harbaugh than Vrabel. Yeah, I'll go, I'll, go, I'll go those three. And I'd rather have Vrabel than Belichick. Yeah, I'll go those three. <laughs> As far as as far as like coaches that just got fired that are gonna get because like, either Bill either Bill's gonna stay in New England or he's gonna go somewhere and be a head coach yep. this year. Mike Vrabel is gonna be a head coach this year. Do you think any Michigan of, Jim Harbaugh will be a head coach? Will this year. any of those three be interviewed by the Falcons? Uh yeah. You think so? Yeah. Vrabes? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think I think I mean the thing with is there's nothing wrong with interviewing, you know? That's no, not, you know, I mean, because the thing about what you're doing, if you're picking this head coach, what you're doing is you're you're judging them against each other. Why should we hire this guy? Why should we hire this guy? Why should we hire? This? So they're judging all three of them against each other. You know, the thing with Bill Belichick is, is you know, where is he at? Because one of his mentees or whatever you want to call it is Nick Saban. Nick Saban adjusted to the game. Mm-hmm. How will he adjust the game? Because football is football is football, but does he make, need to make some adjustments? Yeah. He needs a better quarterback. But no, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so the Falcons. About with a new team. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, I don't. I don't know. Yeah. It, it's. I. I don't know. I don't even know if they'll interview them based on what those guys might want in terms of control of the franchise. So, obviously, we'll see. Um, Brandon Adams will join us next. We'll talk some college football with him. Get his thoughts on the national championship game from last night. Get his thoughts on some of the the Georgia news of the week as well. Big time transfer quarterback from UNLV. Busy, uh, jam packed quarterback room over there in Athens now. Yeah, no. A lot of talent. Yeah. We'll come back. Yeah, Sports. Yeah. Radio 92.9 The Game. Call from mom. Answer it. 
Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And now, an actual Andy and Randy listener. There's actually a few out there. This is AJ in Atlanta coming to you telling you to listen to Andy and Randy on the Midday Show. Two wholesome stand-up family men who were born hard and getting the loop, bringing you sports every day from 10 to 2. On Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. I got a song, I'm about to sing it. She left a no, so I started drinking. Bartender, pour anything you want on ice. I got a song, and it goes like Jack, Jim, Kilo, I'm Apple Sports Radio 92.9, The Game, Midday Show with Andy and Randy. With you here Tuesday afternoon. This hour brought to you by Zero Res, smart, lasting, clean. 20 minutes away from the AMA. Any question, any topic, the phone lines will be open. 404-726-0929. Text us or tweet us as well. But 120 on Tuesdays means Brandon Adams joins the show, host of the Dog Nation Daily Podcast. Follow him on Twitter at Dog Nation Daily as well. And as always, brought to you by R.S. Andrews Air Conditioning, Heating, Plumbing, and Electrical. B.A., how are you? What up, B.? I am doing great. Hope you guys are there as well. Nope, not really. Um, been better? Oh, yeah. Andy, I am sorry. But, uh, I am sorry, Andy. Sorry. I mean, I'm not the end of the world, but no, I've had better days. Uh, what was your reaction to the game last night? You know, I think, and unfortunately for those who are Huskies fans, I think this kind of dovetails back to what we talked about a little bit last week, which is, you know, Michigan is the better team on the lines of scrimmage. I know Washington won the Joe Moore Award, but that's kind of how Michigan built itself along the line of scrimmage, and that is a really tough thing to mitigate against. And, you know, you needed the really special game from Michael Penix, and I don't think he provided that the way he asked for me against Texas and other times this year. And if you're a Georgia fan or just an SEC fan in general, a team that kind of, you know, that that built the similar way is is that Michigan just kind of reminds you is that that style of play is not going out of style anytime soon, that if you can be better – on the lines of scrimmage, especially if you have kind of a dominant defensive line, which is probably the way in which Michigan beat Alabama, that is still very much a recipe for a championship, no matter who you're facing. Ba, when you look at the game and how and how it played out, did you what? What did you think of the quarterback play for? I know Penix he had a rough day, but as far as for JJ McCarthy, what did you think of his play as it contributed? How much do you think it contributed to them winning yesterday? 
Well, I think for a while, the fact they were trying to seemingly force McCarthy into the story is what contributed to Washington sort of coming back. You know, in the first quarter, you've got Michigan racking up rushing yards and on pace for like, gosh, 600 yards, whatever it was. And then it seemed like they kind of went away from that and went to McCarthy a little bit for whatever reason. I won't pretend to know, but I think McCarthy's fine. I don't think he's doing anything special. He's obviously, you know, nowhere near, I would say, in the same category of what I've kind of viewed Michael Penix to be. But, you know, I thought at times they were trying to force the issue with McCarthy almost a little too much when really, you know, the recipe was, you know, quorum on the ground. And that was the thing that for uh, Michigan was really working. And I thought any moment they spent going away from that was a moment in which Michigan sort of voluntarily chose to be less than its best. 15-0 and national champions. That's happened uh, a few times recently. Where do you put this Michigan team against those teams that did that over the last couple of years? Nowhere near in the same. I mean, it's just not anywhere near the same category. The, you know, they're, they're fine. They're they're good, but this is not a. I mean, you know, no one's going to confuse this for a you know a historic team. I mean, ultimately, you know, they beat Washington as an undefeated team. That's a really good win. Beating SEC champion Alabama. That's a really good win. Beating this Ohio State team, I guess, is a really good win. But you know, other than that, you're sort of looking at like you know the likes of Penn State. I mean, this team played no one in September and. So it's a fine champion. I mean, you know, it's obviously, you know, a big breakthrough for Jim Harbaugh after a couple of years of, you know, getting the semifinals and not being able to get past this. But not every year is is historic. And, you know, Michigan may be the best of this particular year, the CFP championship would say that they are, but you're not comparing Michigan to any of the other, or at least sort of the top line CFP champions of the last decade. I I don't think they compare very favorably. Uh, in that regard, I don't think they're special enough on offense to even be in that discussion. What do you think that he does, JBA? Now he has a championship. Obviously, we hear that there's some NCAA. They're still going to try and get at him. What do you, you think that he just leaves and go ahead, go ahead and goes to the NFL, even though he can so, have con- complete control of a damn state? Yeah. So y'all know more about the NFL than I do. My assumption is this: is that Harbaugh does want to go. It's obviously more likely that he does. But the kind of whispers that I hear is is that he wants something approximating total control at the NFL level because, and I'm not being funny here, Jim Harbaugh does not get along with people very well. And so, you know, he wants complete and total control because anytime he's had a boss, he's almost always grown to dislike his boss. And it seems like the uh, boss has a tendency to reciprocate those feelings as well. So Harbaugh, I believe, wants a lot of say-so. Part of the weirdness of the Falcons press conference yesterday was related to you know, how much say-so does Terry Fontenot get in all of this? Well, I think that Harbaugh kind of fits into that discussion of, I don't think he wants a GM looking over his shoulder. And so I would say the, the true answer about whether Harbaugh coaches on Sundays next year really kind of uh, goes back to, will an NFL team be willing to grant him the level of control that I believe that Jim Harbaugh wants? And I'm not expert to say yes or no. I think it's probably more likely yes. But ultimately, I believe that's what it comes down to. Yeah, I'll take it even one step further. I think yes, but I know one franchise that won't. I know where he won't be coaching next year pretty pretty confidently. um, Yeah, I think you're right. Because of that. I think you're right. All right, right. so it's it's the end of an era in some ways. Um, The the four-team college football playoff era is over. We go to 12 next year. Obviously, a lot of other things in college football have changed over the last couple of years, and we really saw them – uh, front and center over the last month as well with the transfer portal and NIL and all of that. As you as you look back right now on this year, I don't know, maybe the last couple of years, maybe the college ball playoff era, what, what what's on your mind as we're about to enter into this new era? 
I think it's going to be better moving forward. I think it's better for the sport. I think it's certainly better for the team that we typically talk about, you know, uh, Georgia. I I just think that the expanded playoff takes a little bit of power away from the committee. I'm absolutely in favor of that. I don't trust the committee. I'm not saying they're corrupt. I'm just saying they're probably incompetent. I just think that anything that you do to – to take the power away, and by expanding to 12, you're just kind of taking the weight sort of down on some of the decisions they make. I think that's better overall. I think the idea of having playoff games on, you know, on-campus stadiums next year is a really fun new horizon for the sport. I think teams are going to really want that, so much so that we may see even more, you know, teams playing at home in future rounds in future years. I think the part where we all start to try to make sense of what this is going to look like and how – it's going to feel to have a playoff game starting December 20th and then not finishing the national championship run in Atlanta next year until January 20th. I just think the entire upcoming year is going to be really fun. I was actually pretty pro college football playoff. I really liked this event. I enjoyed the decade that it was in existence. Now the playoff is still in existence, but in a new form moving forward. And after having enjoyed the last 10 years, I'm sort of ready to turn the page to something new. The expanded conferences in the Big Ten, the SEC, kind of also spice that up a little bit as well. So if you're a college football fan today, I think you ought to be really excited about the new energy that's going to be in the sport for the upcoming year and probably the time when the sport could use some new energy. Last one, B.A., what do you think about yesterday as far as Georgia adding a transfer quarterback kid? He was the conference freshman of the year. Uh, what, what was your thought process when you saw that they had uh, brought him over? Well, he was 20th in America last year in yards per attempt. That's no small feat, so it's a pretty good player. Ultimately, though, I believe this is more about quarterback depth for UGA. I'm not even sure I would favor Maivea to be the uh, backup quarterback at Georgia next season. I believe that's probably still Gunnar Stockton. But they wanted four scholarship quarterbacks. This is the guy who's gotten some starting experience. Obviously, as you said, at UNLV, kind of a top-tier group of five team, at least for this past season. So Georgia is better for having him. But I don't necessarily know this is some sort of future starter at UGA or anything like that. I think he's good. I think he'll get his shot to compete. You know, but ultimately, this is more about depth in the short term, you know, more so about some sort of projection long term. I think all of that remains to be seen. And if he doesn't even win the backup job, then who's to say he even stays at Georgia? But clearly they wanted four quarterbacks on scholarship, and they transferred in a pretty good one in the case of, uh, of Jake Maivet here. B.A., we appreciate it. Thank you. Appreciate to be. Good to be with you guys as always. Brandon Adams there, host of the Dog Nation Daily podcast. Again, follow him on Twitter at Dog Nation Daily. It is interesting. Like like Jaden Mayavea, is that how he said it? I didn't know how to okay. say it. So I, think, I, 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 I wasn't think even going to try to say it. Jaden Mayavea, who transferred from, from UNLV to Georgia, he, he played briefly against Michigan earlier in the year, by the way. Didn't start that game. He started mm-hmm. after that in the season. But had a really nice year at UNLV. Yeah. To transfer to Georgia – to maybe be the third stringer is really it's, – It's interesting. It's, it's unusual. I, I'm sure that there were other places that he could have went. Sure. No, he could have stayed. Yeah, or he could have stayed there. Or he could have gone um, – yeah. there's plenty of Power yeah. 5 schools that would have taken him for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's wild. You don't see that these days very much. No, I'm going to go out there. I'm going to compete. And that's it. That's what you don't see very much. Uh, all right. I'm going to go to this situation where there's the, the guy who's already the starter. Mm-hmm. There's a guy who's behind him who's already been there. And there's a guy who's coming in who's a five-star – uh, recruit. I got a question. Let me transfer over there and try to win that job. In the, in Good the, for him. I'm assuming that in the football, the Washington football building, like there's, uh, you know, different things and there's probably like a big, you know, 
Pac-12 conference sign. Mm-hmm. They took it down already? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and then what do you do with it? Then what do you do with That's it? That's what I always want to know. Like, do you put like, it in, like – You just throw it in the you dumpster? Remember, you remember when they um, when they did – when they were filming the Fab Five, the 30 yeah. for 30, and yeah. then they went into this room – and there was these shelves, and like on like the fifteenth shelf, it was the banner that they yeah, took down. Yeah, the, the old relics. Yeah, yeah. Do you think they put it there? Well, because like okay, so when we went from Pac ten to Pac twelve. Yeah. They had to get rid of all that stuff. Right. They just put that in a closet somewhere. Hmm. I take it all down, I suppose. I will say, it was a good logo. Pac twelve right. had a good logo. Oh, did it? It was like a mountain with a wave in it. Uh-huh. You know, because the coast and coast the mountains. And mountains. Yeah, it's pretty good. All right. I guess the logo still remains because the conference still technically exists. Oh, that is true. Are they going to be Pac-12, though? <laughs> they're going to try. <laughs> they're the Pac-2 right now. I'm just curious. They're gonna play all, next... you gotta do is, all you got to do is get some, a dry eraser and take off the one. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, just fill it in. Yeah, Pac-2. That's a man who's changed his grades before. <laughs> yeah. It's a man who has forged a progress report. Hey, all Doc. right. We'll come back. We'll get him. Me, too. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not snitching. I did it, too. Um, all right, we'll come back. We'll get to an AMA. Any question, any topic, the phone lines are open, 404-726-0929. Call us up. Ask us anything. We'll be right back. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We're queuing up your questions with the Middays AMA. Ask me anything. Glad you asked. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Brought to you by Right From The Heart, rightfromtheheart.org, the AMA. Ask me anything to wrap the show up every single day. Any question, any topic. couple phone lines open if you want to jump on. 404-726-0929. Start with Devin in Kansas City. We'll try to start with Devin in Kansas City. Hey, Devin. Hey, man, I made it today, man. I, I'm here. Hey, Devin. I'm here, man. Good, good. Hey, so two questions. Uh, do y'all think, the first one, do you guys think Arthur Blank is kind of rushing things from the standpoint of, I know my boy eight or one years old, and I know he want to win, but do you think he's got his, he's trying to do too much at one time, pressing a little bit, trying to, trying to win? And my second question is for that damn Rich McKay. So let me get this straight. You you don't handle any football operation, but you got Terry who pretty much just does all the day-to-day because you don't want to do it, but they got an answer to you. And then you dictate yes right. or no, and you run and go snitch to Arthur Blank. Ooh, you know Arthur talking about doing this and Terry talking about doing that. I don't know about that, Mr. Blank. Am I tripping? Nope. Does he need to get his ass out of the way and let Terry cook? I, well, well, it's a... It's easy. It's, it's easy. a great job if you can get it. Yes. I'll say that. Yes. Uh, I mean, they've answered to him before, though. That's what I'm saying. This structure that they're about to have with the general manager, Terry Fontenot, and the new head coach, it's been like that. Yeah. It's been those two answer to Rich McKay, and Rich McKay goes to him. Yeah. It just hasn't worked. It just hasn't worked. Yeah. But it's, it's been the structure. But it's been the structure. Yeah. Which I think is something Falcons fans would say, yeah, we didn't like it when we heard about exactly. it. Exactly. And we still don't. As for Arthur, essentially – Suggesting Arthur Arthur Blank is is racing the Grim Reaper on this thing. I'm not gonna go there. I don't think so. I'm not go I mean, there. he's kind of run the franchise the same way the whole mm-hmm. time. Like yeah. I don't know. I don't think because he's old. I don't know. No, Mm-mm. I don't think. Nah. Um, nah. I do. You do hear people say that though. It's like he's running out of time. Oh my what god. Do you think he's gonna because oh, like, he's gonna die. die? Like, 
Yeah. He seems like he's doing pretty good. I know he's, thing like he's 81, what, but like. What's Jerry? What's Jerry, like 93? <laughs> like that? Jerry's only like 93 years old? Is Gary Jones really that old? I don't know. Is he? I don't know. He's just speculating now. No, he's 81. Oh, okay. <laughs> Why he look older than Arthur? They're the same older. age. Hold on. He look older than Arthur. Does he? Jerry Jones look older than Arthur. He got them. them uh, he's old, got old He eyes. got them old man freckles. <laughs> <laughs> What's the thing's called? I think those are called liver spots. Yeah, he got them old man freckles. <laughs> <laughs> Arthur got look way younger than Jerry Jones, man. <laughs> it can't be no more stressful running the Falcons than it is the Cowboys. <laughs> no, it's probably way more stressful running the Cowboys. You think so? I would think. Oh, I don't know, dog. My bad. Oil, oil spots? I mean, no, liver spots, liver. man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we got that going for, the, uh, for us. Arthur Blank looks younger than Jerry he Jones. He does. Kind of. He does. <laughs> They're both old as hell. <laughs> <laughs> They're both trying to win a championship. Yeah. All right. Uh, Hassan is in Buckhead. Hey, Hassan. Boy, that's, that's funny, man. <laughs> Arthur got a whole lot more money. Trust me. <laughs> anyway, my question is this. You know, when it, whenever uh, whenever somebody's trying to retire, man, it's kind of hard after you've done something all your life. So, <laughs> Randy, when you had to hang up them, them cleats, man, was it hard for you? Or did your body go with go through withdrawal the next season that came up? Or, and a uh, related question is, do you think that's the same for just about every player? Uh, Thanks, I, I think the biggest thing, and I can only speak for my, is the structure that you've had since you were 16 years old. As far as knowing this, 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 knowing I'm going to do this, this hour, knowing I'm going to have these months to train. I think the, the easiest transition for me was because I knew I was done. And I think that was right. the biggest thing. Right. My biggest thing day to day was finding something to do. <laughs> Being bored. Yeah, that was my big. That's why you're here. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That was the biggest thing. <laughs> that's yeah. our, our benefit. Yeah, that was my biggest. I had to find something to do. You know, and my wife's like, we can't just travel and you just. You know, and you just be doing the, yeah. So that's why she's like, you need to find something. So I think the biggest thing about retirement is <laughs> you just got to find something to occupy your time with because yeah. you were, everything was always structured. Yeah. You know, like during the fall, it's a structure. Now in the, it had to be really weird that first. Was it like the first August or the first yeah. September when it was, was really weird? I think the because we- <sighs> training camp probably sucks. Training camp, but sucks. then like Sundays come but around that, and you're like, thing, uh. that was the thing about it. I was just like, it wasn't, it wasn't like, oh, damn. No, I was just like, okay, it was it was really. Did you immediately? Because you watch a ton of football. Yes, I do. Did you immediately start watching as yes. much football then as you yes. do now? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, because I, I love the game. Yeah. I love the game a whole lot. But no, it wasn't. It wasn't. That it was a hard thing. It was just trying to find something to do with your time. That's it. <laughs> you know what I'll do? I'll just go be really good at another <laughs> yeah. fun job. Yeah, that's, that's what I, I'll do. That's the biggest thing. Yeah, is that right there? Carl is in Carrollton. Hey, Carl. Yes, I came across something. Do you think there's any truth behind that? Arthur Blank might hire Kirby Smart from the Bulldogs. That is not. Where would you come across where, that, Carl? Where did you see that? Facebook. They were talking about it. <laughs> they were talking about it on Facebook. <laughs> I know. I know he just got a new contract, but I'm just trying to say. But just where'd you hear about it, though? As I'm asking. <laughs> I heard about it twice. I heard about it during the year, and I heard about it now. Okay. Yeah. Thank you, Carl. Thanks, Carl. Uh, um, no, I that, don't think th- so. that's never gonna happen, Carl. Is it Carl? Yeah, I like how you said we heard it on Facebook because that is the, that's where you hear stuff. That's like where you that. hear stuff <laughs> when you get at a certain age when you when you hear. Have you heard this? 
At what age is that? Because 50. You're 50? Because yeah. whenever they say, I heard this, or did you hear, it's always on Facebook, oh, right? Okay, yeah. I was making sure. Because, and I'm not saying, because there's people out there listening that are older than that. I'm not saying everyone. But there are certain people of yeah. a certain age yeah. that don't understand that not everything that's <laughs> written on the internet is true. Because, like, at a time when they were younger, it's like, if it was in a, like a, you know, like a book, like an encyclopedia or something like that, it probably had some factual backing. Now, anyone can write anything. And they're like, well, it's probably got to be true. Probably mm-hmm. is. Yeah. Everyone has relatives that get tricked by Facebook yeah, all no. the time. But no, I don't. I don't think Kirby is leaving Georgia anytime soon. No. And I don't think no. And no. I, if he was gonna, I yeah. don't know where it would be. Yeah. But um, no, I don't think we'll just this, like, we'll stick I, I, it with that. I, I, no. As I don't great think so. as great as uh, uh, what's it? A great program. Clemson has been. Has anybody ever looked at Dabo as a head coach in, in high school? I mean, in, in the pros. I don't think so. I don't so. think so either. I'm I don't saying, ever remember hearing that. Maybe, maybe I missed I'm it. I'm not but. saying that Kirby wouldn't be. Now, I remember Kirby before the national championships, like uh, fl- there was his somebody floated the Bucks, like he had talked to the Bucks, uh-huh. but that was just to get a raise. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know? Why would you leave Georgia now? Yeah. That's like, what, he's a made man. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I, but I, I just don't ever see Kirby leaving Georgia. I don't either. Uh, Mo is in Columbus. Hey, Mo. And Andy Randy, what's going on? Hey, Mo, what's up, brother? Today was my birthday, and I just wanted a birthday song. My girl just told me that I'm a, she just told me that I'm a, what, what was the word? Uh, she said I'm a groupie for you guys. And you know what? I'm going to take it. Why she hate? I am a groupie. Hey, Why man. she hate? Every, every day. Every day. Just a loyal listener. Y'all. You're not a groupie. Yeah. She said I'm a groupie. That's I'll be a groupie. Can I just get a happy birthday from Andy and Randy? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Happy Mo. birthday. Happy birthday, Mo. Tell, tell your lady. Have, hello. Yeah. Uh, we because appreciate it. Because like, obviously she's calling him a groupie because he, she's always with him when he listens. Yeah. So, and she's making fun of exactly. him. She's making fun of him. Yeah, she's making fun a little bit. Exactly. Here, here's the, the difference. And thank you, Mo. And happy birthday, too. I hope you had a great birthday. Loyal listener just listens a lot. Yeah. You know, you listen close. You know the, the, the hosts and the shows and stuff yeah. like that. I feel like groupie comes with a groupie. Groupie sound like high boots in in short skirts. Well, yeah, there's like yes. a yes. like tasks that yeah, groupies yeah, yeah, perform. Yeah. That's that's and that's what I would always. I never me. met Mo before. Yeah. I didn't think about it. I would and when I when I attach groupies, that's what I attach. Yeah, yeah. Funny. There's like a stigma yes, that a comes stigma. along with being a yeah. groupie. Yes. I bet if Mo met us in real life, it'd just be a handshake. And, and that's exactly what it. Is it? It wouldn't be any weird stuff. Yes. I wouldn't groupie, think. Groupie. Knows their way around lobbies. I always thought it'd be yes, cool to have that's... groupies, though. Really? Yeah. Why? Because of that stuff we talked about. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that would be kind of yeah, cool. That's what I'm saying. No, no, you guys no. had groupies when you played in the NFL. I don't know what you're talking about. No. So, me either. Derek <laughs> yeah. is in Atlanta. <laughs> what you talking hey, about? Hey, Derek. What's going on, fellas? Um, so, I had this question a couple of weeks ago before the season ended, and I was just kind of looking at numbers, but I lost them now. So, the question is, who will have the better career as a Falcons tight end? Austin Hooper or Kyle Pitts? <laughs> oh, no. Damn. Did, I didn't even know Hooper was still playing. Who does he play for? Uh, I think I was, did I see the Raiders? Okay. Or somebody. But, yeah, that's our Hooper. Yeah, Hooper's uh, playing. Who will have a better career? Austin Hooper. Raiders, yeah, you're right. Yeah, Austin Hooper or Kyle Pitts. Okay. Um, <laughs> it's 16 career touchdowns with the Falcons. Okay. That's a lot more than Kyle Pitts. That's a lot Pitts. more than Kyle Pitts. Yeesh. How many years did it, who played here? Four years, right? Four, four years. Who, and, and Kyle's going to his fourth this year. This will be now. his fourth year. Kyle's fourth year. He's now. gonna have to do some touchdown catching to catch up to Austin Hooper. Yeah. I think how many touchdowns does he have? Four? He's got four touchdowns? Maybe five? He ain't got no four touchdowns in his whole career. Kyle Pitts? No. Yes, sir. Are we counting the Pro Bowl or 
I mean, I'll look it up. Four, he got four damn touchdowns? In his life. Why that? Did you think it was more or less? I don't know why I thought it oh, was no, like. Okay, six. He's got six. Okay, I thought it might be somewhere around there. He okay. got six. Yeah, six he got a couple at the end of the year this yeah, year. Snuck yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah. I thought it had a little bit more than that. Yeah, he got a. No, he didn't. What did he do? Did he? he yeah, he did. One yeah, yeah, in year one, two right. in year two, three in year three. So, I mean, you know. Four in year pattern, four. I'm just saying. So, if he plays for 15 years, look out. Your 15 is <laughs> going to be nasty. <laughs> All right, let's get to uh, takeaways of the day. As our show heads into the final stretch, it's time for the takeaway of the day. So many achievements. On Andy and Randy, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Takeaways of the day every day to wrap up the show. Damn, man. I know. Uh, Andy wants two king beds in his bedroom so him and his wife can sleep in separate beds. Yeah, give me my space. That's all. Uh, Randy doesn't need the warm leg all the time. Sometimes it's just a poke with the toe. Yeah, man. (laughs) Yo, uh, Randy actually felt the react juice. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, it's going to be a great day when you don't have to talk about team morale in December. Good Lord. Uh, prepubescent bunk rocked L.A. gear sandals. And uh, I don't care what he says. Michigan fans are nice people, and Bunk is happy for them today. We'll come back and All see right. what Dukes and Bill have for you next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.